Sober Screen. Thanks everybody for listening. Brotherhood of the Sober Screen. Guys, Joe Biden is president. We're living oh in the America with Joe Biden being president. He's actually not the president. He's more the usurper. Oh, okay. The There's park, a novel idea. Parks, yeah. and, parks and Rec. Just joking. Parks we and did not rest. elect Joe Biden. Oh, there parks it is. And, oh, there it is. is. There okay. it is. Big tech. Wow. You heard me, right? There it was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we'll be canceled park, soon. Parks and Rec predict, Parks and Rec predicted. Oh, did they? Yeah, I think how, so. How I think yeah, because Leslie Nope has a big um, crush Weird on Joe crush Biden. On him. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. There's like what? that whole sequence, and I'm pretty sure they referenced oh. him being president oh. at one point. I could be oh, wrong about that. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh, but I, I forgot about uh, yeah, that. Yeah, but I thought they did. Because um, like, yeah, cause she meets him at one point. He's on the show at a point. Yes. So, yeah. yeah. Right. Oh. Back yeah. when he had most of his brain faculties working. Yeah. Uh, everyone say hi to Joey. Joey's here, and hi, Dove Joey. is here. Hello. And Athena's here. Hi. And Brad in the background is here, mm-hmm. working on getting him a microphone in the future. There actually Wait, is a microphone right now, but it yes, does not. But it oh, doesn't no. work, unfortunately. <laughs> the limited. So Speaking so of <laughs> limited faculties, uh, we got here so on the far. Brotherhood of Silver Screen, we have uh, limited technology. So mm. let's start it off. Uh, this is the game segment. Uh, coming up this month, we have the lists, which are three times um, a cell phone would have solved everyone's problem. Mm-hmm. That is fine. So the big ticket item is Tenet. We Tenet. finally got around. Everyone finally Tenet. got around to spending the $20 yep. to see Tenet. Wait, you guys spent 20 bucks? Well, I did. It's, it's, it's $5 now. now. Yeah, $5 now, but back when oh, I needed no. to watch it. If you were when, spend- you, when you made a Joe, vow to me with blood, sweat, and tears, and you signed it in blood, you said, I'm going to be there this Saturday. And you called me up and said, we can't be this Saturday. And I said, wow, there goes $15. I just, because wow. I had to watch it. You know what I mean for the podcast? Wow. Well, well, yeah, but I also suggested last podcast that we all get together and watch it and split the $20 fee. And I would have done that with you if you had texted me. So, yeah. Well, what you don't true. know is $20 for Luke is like five bucks for the rest of us. Wow. Yeah. Well, don't let that get out. I don't know about that. All okay, right. that's not true. Okay, first <laughs> off, and I, and, I, and I had to do it. My poor wife, I hope she's not listening, but I had to do it when she wasn't looking. Because she was I remember that. Said, I saw that. Don't, don't do that. I was just like, hey, hey, hey. She's checking the bank statement. Said, like, wait a minute. Are you done with that sandwich? <laughs> and, and then I just uh, looked in there. Okay, anyway, I, I rented it. Okay, and uh, Athena is here. I already said that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, I thought I, I thought I missed you for a second. So, what we're doing, uh, and also that's a big ticket item, and then we have the good and the bad and the ugly next segment, but we have lots of stuff to talk about on the first episode of the Brotherhood of the Silver Screen. 2021. 2021. Welcome mm-hmm. to, oh, wow, first episode of 2021. Wow. That's right. Okay. Wow. Big episode. Yes. Yep. Start the new year off right. Yep. So we're going to start off with Known For, and uh, this is a game that we play where um, Brad gives us an actor, and who we got this year, uh, week, Brad? Uh, Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg. Marky Mark. Yeah. Brad gives us the actor, and we try to. <laughs> yeah, we didn't even plan that. <laughs> we we try to guess what IMDb lists uh, as Mark Wahlberg's known for films. When you go to IMDb and you type in an actor, it gives you four films that they claim um, this actor yep. is known for. We severely contest this. So what we do is we write down what we think four plus one extra wild card that we think probably should not be on there, but may, might be. Uh, on there because the algorithm on IMDb is so unpredictable. At this point, I believe that the algorithm on IMDb is actually a sentient AI and that it's <laughs> listened to our podcast yeah. and that it specifically is throwing curveballs at mm. us. Yeah, it's the same algorithm that did the election. Okay. So oh um, <laughs> that we're going to do you guys Mark Wahlberg and um, uh, we're going to go around the table. Everyone think uh, is going to say what they think uh, Mark Wahlberg is in. Dove, what do you got? This okay, week? so... 
If I get two of these, I'll be satisfied. If mm-hmm. I get three, I'll be very happy. Okay. Okay, because there's a mm-hmm. lot. Yeah, there's. I kind of uh, rip Mark Wahlberg this is last a, time too, for Marky marking it up every time. Yeah, yes. for being stereotypical. Oh, yeah. He's like he's like yeah. the, he's like the white Will Smith. Okay. Yeah, yeah, anyway. stereotypical. So oh, that's actually, it is. That's actually not a bad comparison. Yeah. but yeah, that's interesting. Anyway, okay, so number one, The Departed. Ah, okay. yeah. Number two, Pain and Gain. I don't even know what that is. Wow, number three, pain. I don't even remember that, that one. Hey, man, yep. <laughs> it's very popular. Him wow. and the Rock, dude. Mm-hmm. Really? Yep. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Actually, you're they're right. personal okay. trainers. They actually, look kind of funny, but I never watched it. Okay, it's number two, Pain and Gain. Number three, Rockstar. I don't oh, even know what he's I saying at this point. One. Oh, I forgot about that one. Uh, number four, Invincible. Yeah, okay. okay. Yeah. And I almost my put wild that card. I put that one on my list. My wild card is The Italian Job. Ooh, oh, good one. Good one. Gosh. All right. Wow. Wow. Brad, will you do us a favor? Yes. Um, would you mind, in the meantime, looking up how many movies he's acted in? Because I know IMDb tells you that. I just want to okay. know how many he's credited for. Because it's like an okay. insane amount, I bet. But anyway, all right. Yeah, I'm just curious to know. Right I just want to know how much, how many movies I had, at, you know, to pick out of five here, because I feel like this is a tough one. Okay, so uh, there might be like shorts, maybe, if you know what I mean. Like, yeah. like sometimes actors yeah. are in like shorts. Yeah, but what does uh, it say? It just says 73. Okay, all right, that's pretty many. I should put right. that out there every time. Huh? I, should, I should just do that every That'd time. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah, and then at the end, present it to us like uh, the weakest yeah. link oh, out wait, of the wait. out of the possibility <laughs> you guys only got. Mm. <laughs> all right, all right. So for my five, here we go. Uh, I have The Fighter. Oh, nice. Mm. I have Patriot's Day. Yep. I've got The Departed. I'm with you on that one, Dove. I think that's going to be one of our top four. Um, at least I hope. It should that's, be. That's yeah. one of my favorite. That's one of, that's one of my favorite. Roles. Yeah, that's one of my favorite roles. That's. I mean, he has. I feel like he has a lot of kind of mediocre stuff, and then he has a couple spikes early, where he early like, on he did a good really, job. Did a really good job. I feel like early on that was pretty early to The Departed. I made. I, Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's 2004. All right, number four, I've got The Italian Job. Okay. I'm with Dev on that one, too. Okay. And then for my number five, I was kind of I'm decided. sorry, you're what? I'm sorry. <laughs> Luke, that's a good point. That's a good point. I'm sorry. I made a mistake. Luke was right. Luke scolded us earlier. <clears throat> he scolded before us earlier that's before right. the podcast for calling it number five. For my uh, wild card. Thank you. There you go. The playoffs. Um, for my wild card, um, <laughs> I was stuck between like a bunch of monotonous stuff that I didn't think would be on there, and then I decided to choose a favorite, so the other guys. Ah, mm. right. Mm. Okay, that's one of his funnier movies. Yes, Will Ferrell. See, he, he does a lot of like buddy <laughs> films where yeah. he acts with other people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I actually thought the other guys was uh, The Rock. <laughs> I thought that oh, was really? The Rock. Yeah. All right. I think well, no, isn't who? Who? Is there are two other agents. It's The Rock and I think it's The Rock and Samuel L. Jackson are the two other agents. Really? Yeah. I, yeah. Is they he play two like, movies with The Rock. Yeah, probably. But The he Rock might, and Samuel yeah. Jackson are very small. Yeah, they're a smaller part. Oh, they're a smaller yeah. part. Yeah. They're side characters. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Athena? Thanks, All right. I still haven't decided which one of these is my wild card. But oh, How well. many did you write down? Ten. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. You mean the fifth one? Okay. No. No! I don't mean that. <laughs> my gosh. <laughs> All right. So my first one. <laughs> my first one is The Departed. That's um, interesting. My second is Patriot's Day. Patriot Day? Patriot's pa- Day? I think it's Patriot's Day. I could be wrong. Okay. Um, Not the Patriot. I have a, the, Italian, the Italian job um, and Boogie Nights. Oh, wow. Oh, interesting. And I'm going to go with The Fighter that, as think. my mm. 
The virus is your wild card. Okay. Yeah. Virus my wild card. Now okay. I think I think we should institute a new rule that if if we all say the same one, if there's at least one that we all say is on there and it's not on there, we all lose. Everybody loses. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wins. But you have to. Hmm. But the thing is, is that no one really wins unless they get four out of, in a row. Yeah, anyway. I know. I'm just saying. otherwise. That would be so. Wouldn't it be so sad if we all said one. I think that's happened before. Where we all said one. Oh yeah. And I mean, this on there. Andy we, was like, are yeah. we? I mean, we've got we all we've got three for the Italian job and three for the Departed so far, right? So. If yeah, Italian job's true, not all but there. I, I didn't put Italian job. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, um, I put Shooter. Okay. Invincible. Oh, I had Shooter, but I scratched it. The other guys, Invincible. The Departed. Oh, and this is the one that's mm-hmm. really going to get me in trouble. I'm going to say it, though. I'm going to say it. I'm going to guess. Your wild card is The Happening. The Happening. Exactly. Yeah. yeah I thought about The Happening. The Happening and Shooter are two I considered. I yeah, and, and, and for many Ten. movie buffs out there, the fact that I even said that, The Happening, they're, they're going to be outraged. But well, if, yeah. if, if it'll be a big slap in the face if we – if because that movie, what like it or not, was a cultural phenomenon, and uh, you know, for good or for ill. Yeah. And so if if I don't at least say it and it's on yeah. there, I think uh, that, was, know, that, that was that was the almost the reason they convinced me to say it. I was I was yeah. on there too. I was yes. close. So yeah. I just there were too many I other movies I like. I, I was like, if I have to go for monotony, I was like, I'd rather pick stuff. I might have traded it for Patriots Day, but Patriots Day was more recent, and that's why I think it might be known okay. for it more. All right. So. All right. And Brad. Here we go. This yeah, one we got. Give us it, Brad. Here we go. Come on, we're ready. Yeah, we're, we're ready. Here we go. Here we go. The fighter. Oh, hey, all right. Shoot. Darn it. Wait, that was Athena's wild, wild card? card? Okay. Because that counts for something. The it's Departed. Like okay. Hey, yeah. all right. Okay. Okay, I've got two. Boogie Nights. Oh, Ew. That's three. That's three. What? That's Ew. That's, that's nonsense is what that is. Ted. Oh, oh my gosh! I had you all lose. I had goodness. No, no, I said no, no, the party. The, the party was, was when we all had together. Not Ted. None of you put. No, 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 no. He didn't he, say. He said. He said if all of us guessed the same one, not if uh, if all of us uh, don't have one. Of yeah, them. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <sighs> I had Ted on my list, and it was I couldn't decide. You got three. Oh wow! Good job. I can't. I only got one. Wait, is Boogie? Hold on. So I've never seen Boogie Nights. Yeah, it's one. It's, of, it's like one of his first movies, if not his first. But I have a question about it. Is it the one that's that Paul Thomas Anderson did? I have no idea. I've, I've never seen it either. Yeah. I just is it, it the one it. that Sylvester Stallone did? Yes. <laughs> it's Paul, Paul Thomas Anderson. Anderson. Okay, that's why. Okay, that's probably is it why the it's one all that Sylvester there. Stallone did. Uh, Didn't he direct that movie? What Boogie Nights? Yeah. No, that's Paul no, Thomas that's Paul Thomas Anderson. That's oh. what I'm saying. Because I, I can't it's it. it's a movie it's a movie that I have always heard has a ton of, of sexual content in it, so I've never watched it. Oh. Um, but I, I've heard people reference it being really good, and so I looked it up one day, and I and I thought that was the one that was Paul Thomas Anderson. Because a lot of people like he has like I think like P T Anderson has like a a pretty serious cult following of people who love his movies, and that one's considered high and is mm. I think in his um, repertoire. Brad, what was that list again? It was Ted, uh, Boogie so Nights, Ted, The Departed. Ted, okay, so Ted, the Fighter. Ted, the fighter. Is, Ted is ridiculous, but it makes sense. Like those are those uh. are, those those. That's hold on. I'm actually trying to figure out the algorithm here. That feels <laughs> like it's two critically acclaimed movies: The Departed and Boogie Nights, and then two. What was the? Ted. the oh, The Fighter too. Actually, fighter is pretty critically too. acclaimed. Yeah. And then, and then Ted is probably his one of his best-selling movies. I bet mm-hmm. a lot of people love that movie. Yeah. Um, I don't, but a lot of people love right. that movie. So. Or maybe just a comedy. Yeah, maybe but but that's his, that's his best-selling comedy, I bet. Okay, Probably, yeah. I, I got confused because, okay, Sylvester Stallone, I want to put this... I wanna, he wants uh, to put this right. Yeah. Is Sylvester Stallone in He, he wrote a sequel to um, uh, Saturday Night Fever. Did you guys know that? No. So he wrote a sequel to it, and it's called Staying Alive, and it's about disco, hmm. also with John Travolta. 4.7 on IMDb. Okay. 
That's John Travolta in a disco movie. Makes I sense, get though. Saturday Night Fever and um, and Boogie Nights confused all the time. Okay, uh, I thought the second one's called Boogie Nights and it's, uh, set, it's okay. staying alive. That makes yeah. sense. So, okay. okay, wow. I think Good Boogie Nights is also yes. about yes. golf. I think you got three or four. I got I got two and then my wild card. I don't know if that counts for less, but. So, well, I, so, so I think to only me, when it's so, only when it's contested. Yeah, when it's con- yeah. I think it's only about when you okay. have two people who have three. three. If right. two people have three and one of them's wild card, one of them's not, I think the person who doesn't have yeah. wild card wins. Gotcha. Yep. But otherwise, yep. it's yeah, you're ahead. So okay. Um, job, so babe. moving on to the next segment, which Terrible. is Super Scenario Brothers, and uh, uh, Joey, why don't you That's give me. us? Yeah, go ahead and yeah, give buddy. us uh, with the scenario that you gave. Yep. Last All right. Week. So last last time. I gave you guys a scenario. I said, you are a writer-director desperate to bring your new movie to life. You finally have a meeting with some harebrained producers who m- just might take a chance on you, and you have to pitch them your whole new movie idea. In this scenario, you will pretend we are those producers, and you have to create a movie idea to pitch it to us. Your movie can either be a completely serious and original idea, or feel free to create something ridiculous that riffs off of some part of Hollywood. You must come up with a title for your movie and a blurb that summarizes the main points of your idea. Then you can either pitch us the idea, or you can take your blurb and modify it so it's like a readable script you narrate in the vein of bad trailers. Okay. Yeah. So you guys had a lot of freedom wow. with this one. Oh, my gosh. Dove, is that what you have? Uh, something similar. Oh L- listen. Uh, it's got a whole, like, No, I got, well, it's a pitch. Okay. All right. Yeah, it's yeah. First, I mean, it's a pitch. Stuff. No, good. I just, I didn't get a title for it's it, though, but I think I just figured it out. You don't have out. a title? Title's important. See, I, 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 I guess you write the title from, usually from the last sentence of the paragraph. So I learned that in writing class. Oh wow! Yeah. Really? Here. I, yeah. That wouldn't work. No. <laughs> I don't. Oh, that's all right. I, I got you. Yeah, that explains a thing. lot of language. I got you. Titles. Do your thing. Am I first? Yep. Go ahead. <laughs> oh man. Okay. <laughs> all right. True. So first of all, before you guys rip this all apart. Okay. So. This is an idea. I know there might be plot holes, but it's a it's your No, that's fair. Idea, it's a pitch. Right? It's a okay, pitch. Good. Yeah, I mean, if you're the writer, right. you're you're going to get all the plot holes all right. work, hopefully all the plot holes worked out later on. This is a pitch okay. to producers. I'm really excited. Are you? Well, don't be too Yeah, I'm really excited. excited. I, I, have one, I have one question. I'm not excited. I have one question. Yeah, yeah. You should clarify before you start okay. reading. You should clarify, is this a serious pitch or is this a joke pitch? This is No, this is a serious okay, pitch. Okay, cool. All right, cool. Okay. Prepare us. So, so we're not all laughing so at I hope your you serious pitch. I hope you bumheads like it. <laughs> All right, cool. Okay. So I hear, I hear Warner Bros. is looking for new filmmakers. Okay, yeah. <laughs> hope All you're right. listening, Mr. Warner. So as you guys Mr. know, Warner. you know, I, I guess I like sci-fi. I just watched Sunshine again. That's probably one of the best sci-fis ever, which is awesome. Great plot. I've seen it. Doesn't matter. I've got to see it. But anyway, that has nothing to do with what I'm going to talk about, but I just thought I'd say that. Anyway. Okay, okay yeah. here it is. Go for it. The year is 1958. Dwight D. Eisenhower is the president of the USA. He is forming a new program that will change the future of the world. He forms a new organization called NOAA, the National Ocean Exploration Association. NASA was never even conceived in thought, and the powers that be decided that a study of our own planet was in order. Since the landmass of the entire planet had been explored and mapped, it was time to map the ocean. Fast forward to the year 2021. For the past 63 years, the exploration of the ocean depths has been paying off. An estimated 35% of the ocean has been explored and mapped. New and amazing creatures have been discovered to the amazement of mankind. Ocean tourism has become a multi-billion dollar industry. New technology has been developed. Drilling and farming of the ocean floor has produced metals and materials never before imagined. New food options have been discovered with incredible health benefits. 
Humanity is living longer. New, techno new technologies that humanity could only dream of has become reality. Biosuits and underwater transportation, even long-term human existence below the depths is becoming a closer and closer reality. Sounds like Bioshock. I never played Bioshock, by the way. I have no idea. We're anyway, getting close to it, man. There was a rumor. <laughs> hey, Bioshock would make a good movie. Oh, uh, Will. Oh, my word. That's good. Yeah, anyway, I'm sorry. We should I interrupt him. This is his pitch. I, yeah, yeah. We should interrupt him. There is a rumor that other countries are already starting to develop successful colonies in the sea, but it's only a rumor. Before long, however, governments worldwide have become more and more greedy for the wealth of the ocean. Humanity is living too long and has become too wealthy. There is too much happiness as a result of the ocean's benefits. This cannot stand. Above the surface, they claim, the worldwide climate is changing for the worse. They tell humanity that the exploration of the ocean has produced a change in the natural water current that dictates worldwide climate. Population control becomes the obsession of the, of the elites. The tyranny begins. The freedoms that humanity for so long enjoyed and allowed for the advancement of the human race in the ocean are starting to be eroded. A one-child mandate has been implemented worldwide. People in whole countries are beginning to be slaughtered in the ensuing purge. The landmass of the world has been taken, leaving nowhere else to run. Or so they thought. The okay. <laughs> okay. All right, so that's just the plot. That sounds like... That's the pitch of the movie. Yeah, yeah well, that's, how, like his, that's his that setup. Is. That's his setup. That's he has a, setup. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's his setup. setup. That's the idea. Okay. Okay, so how would all this play out? So that Flesh was, it out for us. That was well, he doesn't, he doesn't that's need to. A, he doesn't okay. need to. That's his that's pitch. It. Like, this is a pitch. Right. That's the first five minutes of the movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's a montage. Yeah, kind of. It's the plot. It's the plot of. It's alternate. It's alternate history, which I think is really cool. Yeah. 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 NASA. I always thought to myself, what uh, I've always wondered to myself, what if we invested all of our resources instead of exploring space, invested all that into exploring our own ocean, what would actually happen? Mm -hmm. And yeah, and since, I kind the, of was since, since about, the since the planet is seventy five percent ocean, then there's yeah. plenty of space right. down there. But yes. we only got thirty five percent. So, but far. the sharks they own it. Right. Right. Yeah, there, well, unfortunately, there's not enough pressure to explore the ocean, but then there's too much pressure to explore the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Luke's got it. I was dumb. <laughs> no, I was, I was good. Do you like the plot? I mean, like I was saying. No, I thought it was great. Thank you. I would clap. I would clap for that. I thought it was very well thought out. Thank you. So there's no place left to go. We always wonder ourselves, well, man, all this tyranny, there's no place left to go. Right. Well, in this scenario, there is one place to go. The ocean. The yeah, ocean. We're going down. Yep. Rated R. You kind of the same way as like, well, we're looking for another planet. You go down there and someone already tried it years and years before. Possibly. Oh. Could be. Could oh, be. Nice. Maybe. Yeah. Anyway, you could flesh it out a bunch of different times, but That's that really was cool. if, for me to flesh all that out would take way too much time. <laughs> yeah. Right. 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 Yeah, and then you build base. a city down there and you start getting attacked, but it's not from the people above. It's from the Atlanteans below who've been down there the whole time. Come on, put me in charge. Oh, wait, wasn't that Aquaman? Oh, no. Aquaman's Yeah, yeah it's, well, again, I, I was trying to think of something original no one's done yet. I mean, there's obviously a lot of plot stuff, a lot of stuff yeah, yeah. with the Yeah, no, sea. I got you. No, I understand. You know, if, you, if you play Bioshock, that's actually, much of the plot you mentioned is actually in Bioshock. Yeah. It's actually set in that time, too. It is. Oh, good. Yeah, it's very good. I've never yeah. played it. I, no, I honestly did not have a thought of Bioshock or video games in my head when I put this. I just thought yeah. the first thing I thought was, what if we just not, not even formed NASA, right? Not even tried that, and we're like, right. no, nope, we're gonna, we're gonna go down here and okay. start to farm it and start to. So you came up with the NOAA National o Oceanic yeah. Exploration. Yeah, I think that's. I thought that was dope. That was so, one of my favorite yeah, parts of the pitch. Yeah. 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 Right yeah. Oh, yeah. Instead of NASA, it's NOAA. Yeah, cool. but NOAA, NOAA in the Ark. 
Right. Yeah. yeah. Good idea. I love it. Yeah. I thought it was very good. That's pretty good. Not too bad. Now you need to play Bioshock. Yeah, yeah that's true. Bioshock. Yeah, now that's yeah. your homework. I know. I hear it's a good game. I should play Bioshock. That sounds fun. Anyway, yeah. really All right. Okay. All right. That's it. There's yeah. my pitch. Cool. All right. Give cool. me the money. Yeah. Come on, WB. Give me would, 20 million. I would to give start. 20. Bro, yeah. if it's going to be all underwater, even if it's digital effects, you're going to need a lot more. I only need one bucks. scene. Then you'll then you, then I can ask for more money. Uh, okay, yeah, okay. He's going to create a scene pitch. All right, that and makes sense. Yeah. Like a further. Okay, go. but yeah, that's it. I guess that's what Joey was looking for. That's what I. I thought it was very good. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, I, I felt like if I was in a producer, I would I would want to know more. I would want to see more. Cool. All right. Yeah. All right. So who's up next? Luke? Next, Athena's next. Right. Oh wait, Athena did not come up with a scenario. Get, tell us why you didn't come up with a scenario. I'm just not a creative person, and so I don't sit around and think of things. Like I, I am very good at rote memorization of facts of mm-hmm. left of, brain. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah. This is not my area of expertise. So I really didn't come up with anything that I thought was good enough. So. I, I did read one of Joey's because he has an extra one. Um, I have a lot of them, actually. Yeah, and I yeah. gave her my second best one. Yeah. I didn't want to take it from you since it yeah. was your creation. Can I, can oh, I do okay. an honorable mention that I thought of instead okay. of Athena doing hers? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, okay, yeah. Athena. All right. I couldn't flesh it out because there are too many plot holes right in the beginning. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Understandable. But uh, it was this idea that humanity has been under attack from an alien force for a thousand, thousands of years, and they can't, and it's almost wiped out. They discover a wormhole in space and see through it for, and they see Earth, a second Earth. Okay. They send all these drones and all this stuff through it, but they keep something happens, and they're like, "It's too late. We got to send human people through there." They send them through the wormhole. They come back, and it's their own Earth. And all the drones that they've been sending were the hmm. was the attacking that's been going on for a thousand years. Hmm. Wow. That sounds good. That? that sounds good, bro. <laughs> that's like a yeah. Uh, yeah. How cool would that be? Unfortunately, okay, okay. And you don't know until the end. You okay, don't know until the end. They, they show up and they're like, oh, shoot. And then I would reprise the role. <laughs> oh, shoot. That should be the I line. Would, would, oh, like, shoot. And I thought of my actors for it. I would reprise the roles of, of Chris Evans and Killian Murphy from Sunshine. They oh, would wow. kind of, those two guys would be in it somehow. Yeah, right. right. Okay. So, okay. Right. And, 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 and Matt Damon shows up randomly as the bad guy. You would have to have the drone stuff being AI. Because they would Some, have to build. This was what I. This is what right. I was hung up on. Right. I, and that's why I didn't put it in. Because I'm like, right. I, it's just too. Like, how do they not recognize their own drones? Right. Coming, it would be the know? drones having AI capability. And when they went to the Earth, they go, landed, and then they started. You know, or they land on the moon or whatever, and they started messing around. Right. With everything. And, and there's time. And there's time too. Because when you travel, Man, I like that better than the first one. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, cool. Well, anyway, but but I couldn't. I was like, there's too many obvious plot holes right away. Plus time when you travel that fast through space to get there. Yeah. Time for the ship. Going there pretty much stops while time on Earth stays the same. Right. And I couldn't flush that out of my head. I was like, I can't. Okay. You know, one of them's kind of from the future, and maybe they don't recognize the drone technology when they come to attack, but that's future Earth, Earth cool. One. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, but yeah. But I could not, I couldn't. Yeah. Right. Okay. I couldn't get that through my head. And I thought you guys would be like, well, what about, like, if I would have yeah. pitched that, you guys Hold would on. be like, I, but again, how that again no one should be going for, no one should be picking holes in the scripts that we read. So right. that's not the point. The yes, point is the if point. it's a great okay. idea and you you can take you can say hey if I get more money I can flesh this out and make right. this a real movie right. then it's fine. Uh, give me 30 gotcha. million dollars yeah. and uh, I'll take care of all the problems for you. Yeah. I mean what okay. Zack Snyder was like yo give me like 500 million dollars for Justice League so we can be like yo just give us like a quarter but, of that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> no, but I was I was sitting there at my desk thinking about it's like how would I yeah. Like how would how would uh, that yeah. actually? Dub, you ready work? to team up as a screenwriting Sorry. duo? Go, and take right? Hollywood by storm. Let's go. Yeah. Mm. But those are both sci-fi. Yeah, I love it. Stuff. I think it's great. Okay. Anyway, there those you go, are both Athena. great. 
I struggled. I struggled because right away when you said this, I was like, I know which one I'm going to pick. Yeah, but right, then I yeah. started listening to an audio book. I started listening to Ivanhoe, and I was like, oh, Ivanhoe would be a great movie. They did make a movie, but it was long they, time There's ago. like four or five different versions. Okay. There's like the 50s. There's one in the 80s. There's a, like a, there there's like a 20 episode movie. series that they made in 1970, you know, and uh, all of them got like really high ratings on IMDb. How are we doing over there, Athena? I'm okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Athena's doing something weird over there, but um, my uh, my pitch to everybody, I wanted to do originally. I was thinking about. Uh, I, I mean, I, I knew what I wanted to do, but then I started listening to Ivanhoe, and I was like, "Oh, Ivanhoe," because it has Robin Hood in it, right? And then I'd be able to put Michael Fassbender as Robin Hood. I'd put uh, mm. uh, Chris Helmsworth as King Richard, and um, you know, it's just a lot of cool things. Chris Helmsworth is King. Yeah. So yes. you're okay. So you're pulling all the studs to be, be the studs. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's there's lots of great stuff you could do. Um, so uh, you know, there's there's a lot of iconic characters you could you could l- a lot of room to work with. But I said this to you guys before, and you guys don't remember it, but I'm gonna say it again. For a long time, I keep fantasizing about Batman Beyond. Batman Beyond. If we could just do Batman Beyond. <laughs> <laughs> Bless Excuse me, you. one second. Thank you. COVID. If we could just do <laughs> COVID. COVID. Um, if we could just do Batman Beyond, because the struggles, the struggles of Batman present day are real, and that I love his cape in the comics, but on the movie screen, it just doesn't work. It's ridiculous. It's hard. Yeah. It's ridiculous. You can't present yeah. a realistic Batman and have him have a cape. Incredibles, I said it. Incredibles pointed that out. Yes, they did. <laughs> they did. They did point that I, out. I I would disagree on one thing. If he does use it to actually like a cloak. Mm-hmm. To cover his whole person and walks right. around like that, I right. think it can work. Yeah, but they never do. But it. you got to get rid of the fight scenes. It's just so impractical. It's so impractical, and it works in the comic books. I love it. Don't take it away. But one of the things that Batman Beyond the cartoon series did so well was they took the, the cape away, and it really worked out well. So it takes care of Batman Beyond takes care of the cloak problem. Okay, but you can still have the awesome Batman without the cape. Okay, and um, uh, what I would do, I, I would follow. I would follow closely the the plot of the original Batman Beyond pilot, okay, where his his father gets killed. Um, I I would have Blight as like the sub like the 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 bad guy, but not the main antagonist. It would be Ink, okay. Yeah, Ink was cool. Ink yeah. was really cool. Here are my actors, okay. Uh, Chloe Grace Moretz as a young Barbara Gordon. Okay, I haven't figured out the whole old, old, like old Barbara Gordon. I know you don't like her, no, I don't. but she actually, if you look at Batgirl in the cloaks, she actually has a face that looks like Chloe Grace Moretz. Okay, okay. so that's my Chloe Grace Moretz, right? Okay. And it gets better from here. Okay, <laughs> so there would be flashbacks, right? So there'd be flashbacks, and um, okay, for um, uh, Ink, Olga. Kirilenko. Yes, cool. Oh, she was a yeah. great ink because she's exotic, right? So she has the dark features. You need a woman with dark features and a woman with an accent. Olga. Perfect. Olga, perfect. All yeah, right. she's perfect. Olga. Yes, she's ink. Olga. <laughs> the main Batman, Robbie Amo. All right. What? Robbie Amo. 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 Robbie Amo. Thank you. You would have him as. Hmm. I actually think. Terry McGinnis. I actually think. Yeah. I mean, this is already a wash, but I actually think that. Um, Robert Pattinson could have been a really good Terry McGinnis had they just decided to do okay. Um, had they just decided to do that instead of another just regular. Was that again, Joe? Rob, Rob, like Patterson, 
Pattinson as, yeah, as yeah, Pattinson, sorry. As, yeah, uh, Robert Pattinson as like as Batman as Beyond Terry Batman. McGinnis. Yeah, as Terry oh, McGinnis. I think cuz yeah. I think in order for the no cape thing to work, I think they have to be more of like a slender build as opposed to like a a big build, a big which broad build. And so which Yeah, and so and so which I think which I think um Pattinson would have been really good for. So, yeah. can right. I ask a question as someone who doesn't read comic books? I don't understand who's Terry McGinnis. Uh it's it's a TV show. It's a TV show. It's yeah, okay. It's a Batman TV show. It's Batman it's TV Batman show. Beyond. It's set way in the future, like future oh, right, future, right. like f- like futuristic, yeah, right. like and, hover cars, right? Yeah. Okay. So and so, Batman Beyond is where Bruce Wayne is too old, but he's still alive. Oh, okay. He's still he's still alive, but he's just too old to do the Batman thing, and uh, so he 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 kind of gives up Batman for a while, and things kind of go awry. But then Terry McGinnis, uh, you know, one thing leads to another. He ends up becoming Batman. Okay. I don't know if I would follow it because I hate – oh, I hate it so much when people break into the Batcave. Oh, it just drives me nuts. <laughs> and um, so I wouldn't I have – I agree with that, that actually. Yeah, I, it's I, like I, they, I would not have to just no, like, oh, Batcave. I know. It's true. It's like they put they pull out a map and go, oh, there it is. Yeah, yeah, right. Or, or if they you know, they move the clock and then the slides away. It's like, oh, my goodness. No. Yeah, right. The secret um, waterfall. Yeah, yeah. So I, 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 he would get in there somehow. A, Batmail, a Batmobile can come out of that. Yeah, oh, yeah. That, that looks like it would fit the Batmobile. Yeah, I and so in that way, I would get Terry McGinnis to become Batman without him being like Terry Batcave, you know, like you know, I, this that was a disaster, and it's always a disaster. Bane inexplicably knows. Anyway, I'm not going to get into that. So, uh, so I, that's that's what that would be. That he would be uh, okay, Robbie. Terry Mel. McGinnis, yeah, okay, Robbie. I like it. Yeah. Um, here's. Uh, Who's your here, old Bruce Wayne? Here's yeah. yeah here's the difficult Shalom part. I'm going to give you the difficult part, then I'm going to give you the icing on the cake. The difficult part is the struggle is real finding a Bruce Wayne. Obviously, so difficult because in the cartoon they do a really great Bruce Wayne. He's still got the body, yep. but he's old. Yep. Okay, but his body's still there. So how do you get an old guy that still has the body? Right. I'm gonna, th- I'm gonna uh, take a guess. Go ahead. I don't, I don't take know. A guess. Take a guess. Take a guess. I'm gonna do it right now. Uh, take a guess. Just throw in Simmons in there as Batman. Are you? Oh, J.K. Simmons. No. Okay. okay. No. He's got he, the body. He does. No. But he has body. the body and the temperament. I'm worried that you're gonna put in someone mm. who's body first and doesn't have the acting. He doesn't have the face. The yeah. face is not Bruce Wayne. How about Brock? Bruce, Lesnar? I feel like isn't isn't old Bruce very gruff in Batman Beyond? Yes, but I'm I'm, I'm going for the cartoon again. Right. The feel the look of the right. cartoon was perfect. Yeah. Okay, he's yeah. old. He can, you know, uh, what's the song? Uh, I'm not, I'm not as good as I, wa- I once was, but I'm good once. Okay, give us give us who was. you've got, yeah. and then we won't count. Here it is. Will. Um, uh, Army Hammer, and you make him old. There. What? Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, That's no. how I do. Because Ooh. first off, you have flashbacks in this movie uh-huh. as a young Batman, so you can do that, young Batman. Um, and, but, but almost, you just you just take him and you make him old so that he looks old. Um, what? But he still has the what? body, and and and. But and, he's not that big. He's he's tall. Are you yeah. kidding me? He's ha- not. He's tall, but he's not like. Watch watch the movie. What was the movie? Rebecca? Watch that movie because he looks and acts just like Bruce. He's dark. He's moody. Perfect right. Bruce Wayne. And and I and I'm like, who else could you get to do that? But it's but, almost but easier you want to, have them to already, dig, You want them right. to digitally age him? No, no. no. But it's almost look, easier look, to we've digitally had old make people. Have you ever seen The Godfather Part Three? Yeah. They did a good job with making Al Pacino look old. You know, it's not impossible. Yeah. You know, it, it's not like you have to make him like veins everywhere and like spots and like varicose. But the thing things. is, the th- here's the thing: is is it's got to be the makeup's got to be on point, but also the acting has to be on point. And I like yes. I, I I don't think Hammer's gonna be able to pull off. Old man Bruce Wayne like that. I think okay, and, and listen, I'm not going to die on that hill. That's just my pitch. All right. Okay. I think. Okay, sorry. Yeah, it. we're not supposed to. <laughs> yeah. I guess we're not supposed That's to argue. Back. I just said that. Me. I just said that. But his pitch is different than everybody else's. Right. 
So and and that's who that's who I would get because you have flashbacks. I don't want another guy playing Bruce Wayne. Just have him. Oh, that's an interesting idea. So okay. and so you just make him old. Obviously, most of the time he spends is talking to Terry McGinnis through the headset. Mm-hmm. Okay, and here's the icing on the cake. <laughs> oh, please, please, Warner Brothers, please listen to me. If you never listen to me on anything else, they're always listening <laughs> on this point. On this point, you hear me, Big Tech? Get this over to the Warner Brothers stat. <laughs> big Tech. Before you cancel us. The yeah. greatest Joker. Who is it? Oh, Mark uh, Hamill. Mark Hamill. Thank yeah. you. The greatest. Uh, Joker. You want to have him? Yeah, and it, it makes sense that he's old. There is a scene in there where old Bruce Wayne is like walking down the street, mm-hmm. and he's like buying groceries or whatever mm-hmm. in Gotham, right? Kind of enjoying the work that Batman Beyond is doing. Uh, the Robbie uh, Terry McGinnis is doing. Because now the streets are safe. So he's walking down, he's buying food or whatever. But down an alley, he hears a voice. And I don't know whether it's going to be a vision or if it's going to be real. If he's just remembering things or if the old Joker is actually hanging around. But there's a scene where he gets cornered by Mark Hamill playing the Joker. And all these, it's like a scary scene where he corners him and he's just doing his laugh and he's making fun of him and he's bringing back things. And I'm not sure how Bruce is going to get out of it. Maybe it's nothing, maybe maybe Terry saves him. But there's well, just you can't a, have that. There is just a massive acknowledgement of Mark Hamill, and he gets to reprise the Joker one more time. Well, just for and, a small and Luke role. wants and Luke wants Mark Hamill in a in a, a real version. You don't want to yes. be his cartoons, yeah. right? Right, exactly. Yeah, and yeah. you could do it. He's old, right? And you get to see him this time. Mark well, see, Hamill. See, that's the thing, though. If you get to, okay, go keep going. But he's old. I'll let you finish. Yeah, but he's old. Yeah, Mark so, Hamill is old. Yeah, Mark yeah, Hamill's yeah. old, and Joker's old. So it makes sense to put him in there, right? Yeah, he's the same age as the old Batman. Yeah, right, exactly. Which we don't know because it's Army Hammer and old makeup. Right, yes. Okay. So, so, but that, that's how you get Mark Hamill to be the actual Joker. I think there's a massive, there's a massive uh, desire, there's a massive market for that to well, see. Well, do you remember that old horror? He acted in an old horror movie yes. around the same time as yep. he did. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't remember what it was called, yeah. but he basically I was just, the Joker in that movie. Right. I just remember him grabbing somebody's eye. Yeah, he was holding it there, yeah. and they started laughing at the person. Yeah, Like, right. really jokery, and it was like, wow. Yeah. That was right Joker. after, like, Star Wars, yeah. 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 He was really young. Yep. Anyway, so that's my pitch, Batman Beyond. Okay. Or Will, Willem Dafoe is being talked about, too, maybe as Joker. Wait. You for... know about that? Oh, yeah. See, and see, that makes sense for the well, face. Well, that's a fan casting. That's a fan casting. Yeah, that's a fan okay. casting. That makes sense for the face, but again, this is this is about an acknowledgement of Mark Hamill being the Joker, and it's about getting him back into the role. Well, yeah, even for a short space, it would all be worth it. Listen, the whole movie I, would be I, worth it. I absolutely one hundred percent Batman Beyond can be done. Yes. And it can oh be yeah, done I think it would be dope. All yeah. of the problems that that Batman has in this real life yeah. that can't be explained away with technology, like dude, we don't have that technology. You can make him invisible. You can make him fly. Okay, all that stuff you can do in the future. It can be explained away with technology. Yeah. All the problems. I yeah. think Chalamet would be a good Terry. Chalamet is interesting. Yeah, that's a little interesting bit. That's a good. That's I kind a good of like Terry. that. I kind of like that. Timothy um, Chalamet from uh, The King. Yeah. 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 Oh man. Again, yeah. he's he's, he's also got the slender Terry. build. I think that's important right, yeah. if you're not going to have the cape. Slender I don't build. think the build yeah. is nearly as important as the acting right. when yeah, it comes I to agree. the other right. characters. But here's the thing. One so. of the things that marked Terry McGinnis in the cartoon series was his dark features. You got to have dark features. Uh oh. Test, test one, two. Oh, thank you. Yep. You got to have, uh, sorry, I lost my headphones there for a second. You got to have dark features. Yeah. As like for Terry And yeah. I think Robbie Amell is perfect for that. Dark features. Yeah. Timothy Chalamet. Yeah, yeah. Honorable mention. Yeah. But he might be really short, so I don't know. <laughs> what's, the guy, what's the kid in Ready Player One? That kid. 
Oh, uh, Athena? This uh, is your... Sheridan. Sheridan. Tyler. Tyler Sheridan. Oh, yeah. He'd yeah. be all right. Uh, I, like t- I like Timothy more for it. Um, I do, too. I, yeah, or, or, or Pattinson again. Pattinson actually might be too old now, though. I think he's going to be old, a really yeah. young t- yeah. um, he's 34. beginner. He's 34. Yeah. Okay, so, Joey, so what are you pitching to us? All right. So, all right. I got a question for you. I've got two pitches here that I can do. I've got a short but sweet one, or I've got a very long, drawn-out one. What would you guys like? Let's take the short and sweet one. Okay. Are you sure? Because yes. the long, drawn-out one's pretty amazing. It's probably about as long as – it's maybe a little longer than Dubs. Was mine too long? No, no. Mm-hmm. Not at all. Mm-hmm. Why did you ask us if you wanted like to – I don't know. I, cause I can't decide. I think I they're both good. I want long ones. I want us long ones. All right. Give us a long one. All right. <laughs> all right. <clears throat> this is my pitch. In a world where a pandemic has crippled the movie industry and ruined the cinematic experience, a world where <laughs> studios have to pay millions of dollars to adhere to pandemic protocol or Tom Cruise will yell at them, a world where Hollywood was all sequels, remakes, and reskinned concepts before there even was a pandemic. A world where Hollywood is only willing to release the movies it already knows are dumpster fires. Comes a surefire, pandemic-proof rehash of a trilogy that's already had a remake and tons of other iterations. Our foundation is Ocean's 11 slash 12 slash 13 slash 8. It's a heist <laughs> movie, but this time... All 11 roles are played by Keanu Reeves. Oh, wow. Okay. In the not-too-distant future, we fade in on a dingy bar where a down-on-his-luck homeless Keanu Reeves, so basically a cross between John Wick and John Constantine, is drowning his sorrows over being a broke (laughs) failure. But he has an idea. An idea so crazy, it just might work. He decides to contact his good friend Nicolas Cage, who he knows invested heavily in Elon Musk's cloning technology. He goes to Nick's house where they have a socially distanced conversation from a balcony. (laughs) And Nick offhandedly mentions that he wanted the role of Neo in the Matrix. But Nick, he's a nice guy. Let's Keanu use his personal cloning machine anyway. Cut to a scene where Keanu explains to his 10 clones that they've been created for one purpose. To rob an evil corporate CEO of his most prized and valuable possession. Cut to a montage of Keanu performing a bunch of hypothetical Mission Impossible style heist stunts that give the audience a visual representation of how his plan, of how his plan, I'm sorry, a visual representation of his plan of how the heist will go down. The heist goes according to plan until the climactic ending. Keanu and his 10 doppelgangers enter the massive room <laughs> containing the MacGuffin thereafter, but it isn't there. They hear clapping, echoing from behind them, and the lights turn on. Who is it that we turn and see? Keanu Reeves. <laughs> it turns out that OG Keanu had cloned himself once before. Uh. That clone then took over his life, impersonating him at every turn, and ruined OG Keanu. The movie was a revenge plot the whole time. Evil clone Keanu snaps his fingers, and an army of henchmen enter the room. Who are the henchmen? (laughs) Clones of Keanu Reeves' evil clone. (laughs) Cut to a John Wick-style shoot-em-up bloodbath. It's just a montage of Keanu Reeves looking confused at other Keanu Reeves because they're all dressed exactly like Neo. And scenes of Keanu sliding across tables, dual-wielding pistols, gunning down the other versions of himself. When the carnage and destruction ends and the dust settles, there's just one disheveled Keanu left standing. Is it OG Keanu? Is it evil clone Keanu? Is it a Keanu doppelganger? Is it a clone of Keanu's evil clone? Does it even matter? Camera zooms in on his face. Mm-hmm. Keanu gives us an impish grin. Cut to black. But wait. We can't be a successful movie without ripping off a Marvel after credits scene. So after a few credits, you know, starring K- 
Keanu Reeves. With Keanu Reeves and Nicolas Cage. Suddenly, we cut back to Keanu grinning. We hear a silenced pistol shot. Pew! There's a hole in Keanu's head. A trickle of blood glides down his face and he falls over. Nicolas Cage is behind him, dressed like Mark Wahlberg at the end of The Departed. The camera zooms to Nick's face as a look of blissful realization dawns on him. He says, Finally, I can be Neo. Cut to black screen with a movie titled Keanu Thieves. That's pretty out there. Yep. That was my well put. That well was put. my joke pitch. Well put. But a movie I absolutely believe could come out in absolutely. pandemic Hollywood. <laughs> and, and who would be the main actor here? Keanu Reeves. <laughs> <laughs> I think Keanu Reeves would be open to that. I out. absolutely think. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think he would. Yeah, I that think sounds like it. a lot of fun. I think, I think it's great. a great idea. Mm-hmm. That was a better Nicolas Cage. Thank you. Yeah. Whoa. whoa. Sure. I'll go. Sure. So you sounded like you had an accent. Yeah, I did. I did there I at the end. What I was accent? Sounded like Christian Bale, actually. Yeah, I sounded mm. a little more Christian Bale. Hmm. I like it. But yeah, that's my pitch. That's, that's what I think. Because listen, because listen, because listen, that's the whole, the whole point of it, right? Is that it's that Hollywood is looking for ways to make movies that don't cost them a lot of money because they know they're not going to make a lot of money and they have to adhere to all these protocol, right? They don't have to do anything. They have one actor playing everybody. They just got to do special effects. It's all done in editing. <laughs> right. I think Amazing. it's funny. I like it. Cool. Yeah. Twenty million to Joey to start. Yeah, Twenty million. You need. Whatever you need, whatever you need to pay, whatever you just be for start. Keanu's yeah. like whatever you need to pay for te- whatever you need to pay much. for Keanu to do it, and whatever you need to pay a bunch of dudes who know how to do special but effects. But you need Keanu's normal salary, and then you need to multiply it by how many clones there are. Oh, him, so. that's <laughs> interesting. Keanu expensive. might. That's true. Retroactive, so each new Keanu it goes up a little bit. Mm. Mm. Oh, that's funny. He's paid royalties. <laughs> All right, cool. I like it. Well put together. It was well thought out. I would like to see everybody's movie. Hmm. You guys want to hear my other movie? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. All right. It's short. Yeah, Yeah, this is one shorter. All right. We're going to start out the same. In a world (laughs) where Leo didn't win his Oscar comes a tale of revenge like you've seen many times before. You've seen Taken, the John Wick trilogy, the Bourne movies, a bunch of other movies starring Liam Neeson with almost the exact same plot as Taken, Mm -hmm. some Taken knockoff movies Bruce Willis did, and a whole slew of movies... (laughs) Like John Wick, featuring women beating men twice their size. Well, now you can watch another movie like Taken, starring Leonardo DiCaprio, where he tracks down every member of the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences who didn't vote for him and beheads them. Come see DiCaprio this Christmas in your local movie theater. DiCaprio. Getting COVID will be worth it. We promise. Oh, wow. Getting COVID will be worth it. Oh, my word. That's, That's hilarious. That's funny. DiCaprio. I like DiCaprio. That <laughs> Head slicing off in the poster. That's right. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That is yep. funny. Cool. That's and two puns. Mm-hmm. Very good. Oh yes, yes. Nice. Puns intended. Yep. And Keanu thieves. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Athena. Good what stuff. do we have next month? Okay, so mine's pretty simple. Um, but I basically thought that you guys could pick your favorite book or any book that. It could be a book that's already been made into a movie or one that's not ever been made into a movie, mm. um, but you get to turn it into a movie, and then you can pick your dream cast. Mm. You get to make a book into a movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and pick your dream cast. Pick yep. your dream that's cast. Awesome. So kind of what Luke Simple, did for his pitch, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But sure, not a, yeah. That's, a, that's, a, that's not a movie. I might do Ivanhoe, but I already kind of pitched that one. So. 
So well, that's yeah. it. Cool. It's a good yeah. book. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I'm, exci- I'm excited pick about your it. Dreams yeah. Cast. Yeah. Absolutely. Now I have a question. Can you take a if it's a favorite book and it's a movie that was unsuccessful, can you take that and redo like the casting? Yes, that's okay. what I said. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry, I missed that. Yep. I apologize. Yeah, there's a lot of those. Yeah, because there's yeah, a lot of like exactly. bad, bad. There's a lot of great books that have been turned into bad movies yes. that I would love to recast. Stop. Yep. So. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Almost the entire Bible. <laughs> <laughs> Next, we have um, <laughs> AFI's Top 100, where one of us goes and sees uh, a film from AFI's Top 100. Uh, do it. How do they put it? Most famous movies? Well, top 100 films. I guess is this, is this uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. AFI's top 100 films, uh, according to their website. Joey and Athena watched number we watched, 45. You said 35 or 45? 45. 45. Right. We list. watched Shane. We watched it today, actually, so we it's did. very fresh uh, in oh, our wow, minds. Cool. Yeah, I'm excited yep. to hear what you have to say about yep. it. All right. I'm excited to tell you, Athena. Would you like to start? Would you like me to start? You should start. I should start. Okay. Athena hated it. Yeah, I think I think I have many Something more positive me. things to say than Athena. Okay. Um, shame. <clears throat> shame. 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 <laughs> she didn't like shame. Yeah. Okay. Right, so I want to preface this just briefly and say that I I think I realized something about myself while watching this movie today. So I've realized that um, for me with movies, I think it really is a lot about like whether I love a movie or dislike a movie. It's really about the experience for me. And what I mean by that is like how much can the movie like bring me into the, you know, bring me into the environment, bring me into where we are and like how many t- and how many times does it basically like break my suspension of disbelief or does something in the movie just kind of take me out of the movie? Yeah. Like can kind of, you know, determine that. So I want to start off with my positives about Shane because I do think that like the really like core plot is done very, very well. Mm-hmm. So um, like I love like I think Shane and Joe are both great. Like I think, you know, Shane is a very cool like, you know, kind of, you know, um, mystery like cowboy type figure. Right. He plays that figure very well. And I think he's like often trying to do the right thing. And I think he he plays like a, you know, a righteous figure as opposed to like a, an antihero type character. So I thought that was really cool. Um, and Joe, I actually th- I really appreciated as the the um, for the most part as the father in that role. Um, and then again, just also the, the villain and, or I guess both villains, he had Wilson and Riker. Right. And so Riker, <clears throat> Riker was cool. Cause I thought like he was his, his like reasons were kind of relatable, right? Like, cause I mean, he was there first. He felt like he'd put a lot of hard work into this land and then people yeah. were just kind of squatting on his land. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But in the same sense, he also like, you know, he kind of, you know, plays it off in a very villain esque way. Right. So you, and so it's, it, it was kind of fun. I thought that was a good villain, right? A, a villain that you can relate to at least why they're doing something. I think is a lot better than a villain who's just like not relatable at all. And you're like, okay, why are you doing this? Um, and yeah. Wilson was really cool. Cause Wilson all, you know, you kind of played the, the foil to Shane in the sense that he comes out of nowhere too. And yeah. he, I mean the, the way he looks like, I, I think he had the coolest costume in that yeah. movie. I thought he was like, he was so cool and nasty, but he also, again, he's, He's is similar to Shane, but then he's also kind of a weasel, right? Yeah. And so, like, yeah. he, he you puts know, that black glove on. Yeah, yeah. You know, he puts the glass. He puts the black glove on. But I mean, one of my, oh. I think one of my favorite scenes is when he kills Stonewall, right? Yeah, I thought that yeah. scene was really cool oh, and really yeah, well yeah. done because there's that scene where they, you know, they draw it, mm-hmm. right? And then there's just like that brief moment where like Stonewall knows that you know the you know um, Wilson's got his gun he's out and him, Stonewall yeah. has, barely has it out of the holster, right? And he just like looks down at it and looks back at him like. And and then and that's when you know when Wilson's a weasel because he totally has like they take that moment and it's like totally a moment where he decides to kill Stonewall right. as opposed to like oh he was drawing his gun I actually just shot him right. like there's that moment where like oh, he could have yeah, right. he could have literally just put it back in his holster right. and then they probably would have both walked away right? right but there's that like 
decision to shoot him, which I thought was good. I, yes. I, I thought it wasn't reactionary. Was, yeah, it was at that moment. Right. It was premeditated. Right. Well, that, yeah. that was the whole idea. Right. Was right. that they wanted to make it look reactionary. Yeah. Right. right? Um, yeah. But then there is that moment that's decisively like, no, this dude's going to kill him. He's right. decided to murder him. Right. Not like, oh, it's two dudes pulling their gun. It's self-defense. Right. 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 I thought that was really important and really cool. Um, and so I love that. And I, I so the big thing for me was I felt like the like writer director like were the kind of people who really knew like how to do the important cowboy scenes, right? Like oh, I think the yes. bar fight scene is great, oh, my right? Word. There are That's multiple so crazy. There oh, are multiple word. scenes where like the main characters are surrounded by Rikers men, um, and the dialogue is like really good and really suspenseful. Like you're like, okay, everybody could draw guns right at this time yeah, and right. start killing each other. Right. Will they do it? And that right. was like very suspenseful, very good. Um, I for me, the only issue I had, and this was kind of like where I was drawn out of the movie at times, was. I think some of it was personal preference, just like old movie making tactics kind of bug me sometimes. Like there was the mo- like sometimes the music like bugged me. And then also like um, they do that old movie making thing where they're going to fade to another scene and it shows the, the scene that it's going to yeah, and the clip, old scene yeah, together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, don't do that. I'm yeah. like, oh, this totally breaks it for me. But the other thing for me is just like I also found for me a lot of the side characters I didn't really enjoy. Mm-hmm. And so like I was I was really kind of like ah, little Joey. Annoyed you. It's so annoying. <laughs> oh my gosh. I was like, oh my goodness. I was like, I didn't, and so like, I almost felt like it needed an editor at times because like it was two hours long, but I, there were just parts in there that I just kind of felt were either needless or just like not like, well, I don't know. They didn't convince me. Hmm. Like I was taken out of the movie. Um, I felt like the, um, what's the wife's name? Uh, what's wife's Joe's name? Marion. That's yes, it. it Marian. I felt like, like Marion, like. Like so that, annoying. the tension and tone of her relationship with her husband and then her relationship with Shane was so weird to me mm-hmm. and yeah. it was very confusing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like, and I was confused and I get, and I was confused as what there was like supposed to be there. Mm-hmm. And then they kind of like briefly mentioned at the end where Joe's like, you know, he's going to go kill Riker and he's basically gearing up to die. And then he's like, and he's like, you know, I know you'll be taken care of. And then he's like, let's put it all on the table. I don't know that all that stuff was very weird that he was like going to hand his family off to Shane or something. Right. I know that was all very confusing. Essentially, yes. Yeah. I, I think I think what was going on there, what what they're trying to communicate was that Joe Start had uh, had married out of his league, that she was better than him, and mm. he never felt he was good enough for her. Mm. I think that's what okay. they're trying that's to communicate with oh, her, that's and that's why, and that's why. Um, uh, that she was so easily moved by Shane because she knew it too, mm-hmm. and I think that's why he mm. he had this attitude like I'm I was never good enough for her, and I think that was kind of like the the subplot there. Got it. In, in, in a way of getting out of it was to die. Yeah, like I, I, I should like, do this. It's probably best if I do this. You know, I'm a man of conviction. You know, I was never good enough for her anyway. I think I think that was going on, especially when he handed her off to dance with Shane. And he was watching them too. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. I think well, that was going. Yeah, on. Yeah, no, there are a lot of scenes. There are scenes in yeah. there that communicated, but I felt like. I mean, maybe it was a good communication of that tension, but I felt like every time she was in a scene with them, things were just so awkward. Yeah. And maybe that was what they were trying to convey, and that was good, but it just, like, it was really weird. Right. And I felt like every time I was watching it, I, like, again, I kind of came out of the movie. Right. Um, for me. Yeah. Um, and then every time Joey was talking, little Joey was talking, I was like, I was like, oh, my goodness, he's so whiny. Yeah. Shane! Yeah. Shane! I was like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I was like, oh, my goodness. Yeah, yeah I, was, I often thought. But yeah, but those are like little things. I really did think that like the major like like structural part of it um, was really good. So that's really um, awesome. I also really enjoyed the ending. I love the fact that Marion says early on in the movie, 
um, about how she wishes there were no more guns in the valley at all. Yeah. And then when Shane, you know, when they have the shootout at the end, and then yeah. Shane's talking to Joey, and he says, he says, tell your mom that there's no more guns in the valley, not mm-hmm. even mine. I was like, that, that was good writing. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. So that was pretty sweet. Yeah. And, and it's again brought up again when when uh, Riker says, "Pretty wife starts, Scott." I mean, like, kind of everybody knows that she's really pretty. Well, right. And I know? mean, and there's and there's like I said, there's um, that's true. And yeah. I I mean, so I'm not yeah. That's true. Basically, um, and I actually you're really appreciate. Her, yeah, yeah, I really appreciate you know, the scene yeah. during the bar fight where I think it's maybe before where Riker talks, or maybe it's after, but where Riker talks to Shane about hiring him, and then he says something about Start's wife, and then Shane's like, "How dare you say that?" Like yeah, Shane yeah. goes after him, right? Yeah, like, right. Yeah, yeah. So I appreciated, like, I appreciated that reaction, but there was also like this weird, like, "Will they? Won't they?" between a married woman and the cowboy, and I was like, "Yeah," I was that was kind of throwing me off there a little bit. So, what do you think, Athena? Um, yep, Joey definitely had a lot more things to say than I do. Um, I don't, guys, I don't like Westerns. Mm. My dad has watched Westerns since I was very little, and mm. he loves them. And I would sit down next to him and be like, this does not excite me at all. Not even John um, Wayne. No. Wow. Not even John Wayne. Wow. Um, I mean, modern so, Westerns are really terrible. Well, I'll yeah. That, like Cowboys and Aliens. You know? <laughs> <laughs> okay, those, you okay Cowboys and Aliens, Wild Wild West, things like that right. don't yeah. count. I don't think they Western. count. Yeah, but that's right. modern. I would, okay, that's no, today. I would say a good modern Western yeah. is if you haven't seen it, like I think we've talked about it on the podcast yeah. before, but Hostiles is a good modern Western. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah that's a good yeah, one. Yeah, that's yeah, a really right. good one. Yeah. True like, Grit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, True Grit. That's true, too. 310 to Yuma was okay. I enjoyed 310 to Yuma. I agree that it's not as good as the other two, but I enjoyed 310 to Yuma. I mean, and, and if I'm thinking about it, I love True Grit. I loved. I put that on my top twenty favorite movies. Oh yeah, me loved too. It. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, no, no. But no that question. was an old one, though. First, yes, it was. But yeah. I, I haven't seen the. But old they changed one. it. So no, no. Much. She's yeah, talking yeah, about. Yeah. She's yeah. talking about new True Grit, not yeah. old True Grit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm right, just saying. Right, right. Like, if I'm saying right. I don't like westerns, I enjoyed True Grit. And what was the other one that? Hostiles. Oh, and I, so I you, did enjoy Hostiles. Yeah, Hostiles is good. Like as much as you did, but yeah, you loved it. So anyway, um, so not really my cup of tea. Um, and neither really are like, it feels like the dialogue in old movies, like is not the, you know, people don't talk over each other. They don't like, it doesn't sound like a natural conversation because it's like, hello, how are you today? Pause for three seconds. I'm fine. How are you? That's Pause just, for three more yeah, I guess seconds. how the acting was back then. Yeah. And right. that, that I don't know why, but that gets on my nerves. No, I, I think it's because I need more. Like I needed. Yeah, I that's need that's the thing. That's the thing that I forgot to mention. Um, that yeah, that Athena made a really great point on because that's how I felt too. Like I, like I said when when I was making that point about the writers, I felt like they were great. I thought the dialogue was really good when those tense situations were happening because yeah. they were all saying stuff that like you had to. Im- there were like implications behind it, violent yes. implications. That was awesome. Yeah. But then there was like a lot of like like prairie dialogue that was like very like like why why are we why are we privy to this conversation i guess it's character development but i was like i don't really care and well so. they they did something in, that i don't really see in many old films is that they 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 kind of bring they they, they talk about the technology of the time they talk about that they, they 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 give due attention to the current technology when she looks through that book mm-hmm. and she's looking through styles mm-hmm. of what was popular back then and then she and then she takes the cap the screw cap off of the jar and she goes what will they think of yes. next I'm oh, like when was the last time you've seen that in an old movie mm-hmm. you know we do that stuff all the time now but in an old movie they never talk about mm-hmm. stuff like that I thought yeah. that was really interesting 
Um, I also loved, we both did all the live animals. Like, mm. nothing was yeah, fake. It so was, it was, yeah. it was, yeah, cool. I think the background the was fake, too. Yeah, yeah. Wait, background was fake. The background was real. Well, background I did see that it was, it was filmed in, like, Wyoming or something, yeah, which is it where it's actually yeah. set. Because yeah. mm-hmm. um, so, yeah. I was trying to figure out if there was anything that was a backdrop or if it was all real. I think it was all real, I think. And I, I couldn't tell. I mean, I wasn't it might have sure. been a combination, but we couldn't tell. And I thought it was really good. Yeah, the scenery was amazing. I mean, that is, that is definitely a part of Hollywood that I miss. And I'm going to start using the phrase you're a low down lion yankee uh very often because i really like that one <laughs> so did you what yeah. did you think of the bar fights um well i did think i thought it was kind of hilarious that like probably has to do with like makeup um that they would do it, it like at that point mm-hmm. um but like when shane punched chris yeah. the first time that he punches him mm-hmm. he as soon as he i mean he rolls back like 20 feet yeah. and he gets up and his whole face is like bloody and like oh. and like scrunched in a weird way just from one punch and then joey said at the end of the fight he's like his face hasn't changed at all but he's been punched about 20 more yeah. times yeah. right <laughs> well not that and then chris had punched and then chris had punched shane a bunch of times but shane like is looking pretty good <laughs> he looked so bad either uh, best <laughs> bar fight i've ever seen in any movie awesome. mm-hmm. i'll put that one up above any yeah no it's, it's, so that no. was so i would say i would definitely say that the bar fight was really what brought me in probably the first thing that brought mm-hmm. me in up until that point, I was like the scene in the bar before that, where there's like that tension, yeah. was good. But right. up, up until then, I was like, okay, I was like, we're kind of meandering here. Let's see. Yeah, and we, then like the, the, the bar tensions, fight brought me in. I feel like throughout the entire movie, the the tensions throughout the whole thing were just re- you felt them so bad. The tension between Stonewall Tory and mm. at, when he's walking, just not mm. letting them come up on the thing. Mm. Ton yeah. of tension. Yeah. Mm. In the beginning, the or, first when he, or when he's in the bar and he's ordering those drinks, he's like, yeah. 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 First time he's in the bar. The first time he's in the yeah. bar, well, I was, I was all is tense. And then the second time he's in the bar, there's even more of it. Yeah. And then, and then so I was also tense. saying when Stonewall's in the bar, because there's that scene where it's the 4th of July and he drinks and he's like, yeah. and he's like, Dar Independence. And he's saying it to Riker while Riker and Wilson are just sitting there, right? Yeah. Right. So, well, yeah. and it's super <laughs> intense when, when Shane fights Joe. That's like a, like a really like, ooh, like, oh, really intense. And I'm like, I never feel that watching Western. Yeah, like right ever i mean there's right. something about what they did there right made it i just so yeah yeah not westerny I, I, I'm, also, I'm surprised of all the insults you didn't get up sod buster i'm surprised <laughs> that buster. Yeah, the sod buster what they call them pig farmers pig farmers yes. yeah sod bu- i can't see any pigs but i can smell them <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, th- yeah, I, think, I, love, uh, I love how they're on their horses just off the property line oh, yeah, boasting like, them. I know, right? I think, yeah, I think I think my favorite <laughs> subtlety There's a lot of subtle things in the movie. My favorite subtlety yeah. is is when Jack Palance, the guy who plays Jack Wilson, mm-hmm. when he says to Tori when he's about to pull his gun, he goes, Prove it, right? And you can see the the scorn on his face. But in the bar scene later, when he says it to Shane, it's subtly but noticeably less confident yeah he says prove it you know and because that's he's not confident this time well, do you it's know shane, why you know? well do you know why shane called him that shane called who what a low down lion yankee, yankee. oh what? yankee liar actually yankee yoda low down the yankee liar yeah that's what tory called him why uh, is it the same is it the same quote yeah tory says that tory says, shane that. says what he said oh okay which is why Jack responded with "prove it," because that's right. what he said to Tori. Mm-hmm. Right, that's what right. Shane was saying. Right, but the second yeah. time he says it, he's not so confident. No, he's not as confident. Not so confident. Mm-hmm. But when Shane, when Shane turns, the way they did with the lighting, and he no. turns towards him and just yes. squares up to yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> he's just goosebumps. Oh, man. I will say, oh my word, so cool. Like such a fool. Like he shoots him. 
He shoots Wilson, and yeah. Wilson like he, he shoots his gun. Yeah, he's just like, like yeah, he right. Falls in a bunch of barrels, but right. like like he's right. dead. Right, I know. I just I just yeah. like when you, when you because the, like you think Jack Palance or or uh, Wilson is the big bad gun in town, mm-hmm. and just when Shane goes into the bar, yeah. and the amount of the the amount of confidence he had in yeah. there, you're like, yeah, holy cow, and, I'm and, afraid and for Wilson there's almost. One thing that's another subtlety that's really great is that everyone kind of knows who he is, right? When they see him, they're like, I know you. Like, there's, remember that guy who was playing cards? And he saw him walk in, he goes, yeah. deal me out. And he's like, why? He goes, I just got a feeling. Like, Shane had a reputation right. all over the Wyoming territory that people knew about that not everybody did, but if you, if you knew, were familiar with the, the, the greater Wyoming area, you knew there were gunfighters out there, and you knew about Shane. Yeah. And just by looking at him, he's like, Okay, that's that's the guy. That's the guy I heard I about. I'm out of here. You know. It's I will crazy, I will say man. just to give a, a redeeming note to little Joey also, because <laughs> um, I, I, roasted, I, roasted, I roasted him pretty hard earlier. I do want to say there was a moment or the the scene where he and Shane are talking and he wants Shane to show him how to shoot, right? Yeah. And then Shane, you know, that's this is the first time we as the audience see Shane shoot, right? Right. right. Shane pulls out his gun and shoots the I think it's like a tin can or a rock yeah. or something far away from them. Yep. The scene where they where they show little Joey's face afterwards, I was like, oh, yes. I was like, I see Brilliant. your value now. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, I get it, little Joey. I was like, your voice is annoying, but that face yeah. when he did that made that scene. I was like, it's okay, absolute, that was cool. It's yeah. absolute brilliance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and and so cool. It's Shane Shane's respect of the people he fights is really good too. He was fast. Yeah, fast. Well, on the I draw. think I say I that think, all the time, man. I'm like, he was fast, fast on the draw. When I talk, talk about <laughs> somebody. I think I, I do what I think was really cool about the way Shane acted because I always love like what's implied versus what's told to us directly um, and how they communicate yes. certain things. Yeah. And I think, you know, Shane like was the, you know, like had killed people and was trying to redeem himself from that life. Kind of a kind of a character without us ever getting like some flashback to where he murdered a bunch yeah, of people yes. or something like right, that. Right. But they communicated that very clearly. I felt throughout the story right. that he was remorseful of the things that he had done. Yes. Um, and, yes, and that he was trying to, he was, he was trying, trying to, to atone for those things. Right. Yeah. He was trying um, to escape yeah. them as well. Yeah. He was trying mm-hmm. to actually physically yeah. escape them. Yeah. You know, and little, so, little, yep. little Joey's best part to me. Yeah. Is after Shane punches Chris for the last time, and he's eating that candy cane, he just goes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the best part. <laughs> so true. There's so many little things. Yeah, it really so is good. such a great movie, and, and and deserves a spot on IMDb's top 100. Which Athena's which, review, no, 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 notwithstanding. Yeah. AFI's top 100. Sorry. <laughs> AFI's top 100. Which spot? That's what did I say? You said IMDb. Oh, sorry. AFI's top 100. It might be. I'll just. Oh yeah, check it out. Do you guys remember which spot it is? 45 on oh, IAFI. Yeah. Okay. okay. Wow. So good, man. Athena, did you want to say anything else? I remember I interrupted you like Oh, five I was just thinking when I was, when we were start first starting to watch it, I was looking at the year that was 1953, and so I didn't recognize any of the actors' names. So I looked up every actor on the front part, like when, yes. you're, yeah. when you go into the movie, yeah. and none of them are alive. Literally every yeah. single person is dead. Yeah. On, wow. Even little Joey. You, little Joey That's died. What I said. He, little Joey died when he was thirty in a car accident. Oh, wow. oh what yeah. a shame! I know. Wow. So look at Joey. I'm sorry, little Joey. Speaking badly of little I'm Joey. I'm sorry. I didn't. I, yeah, I didn't want. Oh, listen, I just roasted your acting chops. Not anything else. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure, you were. I'm sure you were a very nice person. Uh, yeah, what is it? Uh, it's not even listed. Okay. It's, it's yeah, but uh, it's a little bit of a some bro. Did you know? Go ahead. I just read it. Van Heflin, which is. Uh, Joe, Joe Starr uh, Star and yeah. Alan Ladd Shane became firm friends during the making of the film 
In later years, Heflin's wife said one of the very rare times she ever saw her husband cry was when he learned of Lad's premature death. Oh, wow. Aww. Yeah, because he died when he was 30 also. Oh, wow. Good wow. gravy. Um, I think... He died when he was 30? So 30 he was between mid- 30 and 35. Um, yeah. But yeah, he... Um, watch that film He was in his late 20s. Accidental, accidental overdose. Wow. Oh. Luke said, Luke said that film's The Ring. <laughs> yep. He died when he was 50, actually. Oh. It says 50 right here. 50. 50? 50. What did I read then? I hope he was a car accident, not the accidental overdose. No. That's sad. I was okay. pretty sure it was Little Joey. It's like the silent Robin Hood. Little Joey. I was, ta- I was ta- I'm talking about. No, no, Lad. yeah, yeah, I know. Lad, I yeah. just did. Yeah. I read. I don't know what I read then. Maybe mm-hmm. I read the year he died. When did he die? Like what year? Uh, 1953. Uh, 1964. Sorry. Huh. Eleven years after Shane. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's AFI's top 100 review. Dove is next month. And um, little Joey died at age 30. Yeah, okay. little Joey died wow. at age 30. Wow. Okay. So, next uh, segment we have here is the Baney Files. And Athena is going to take it away for us. Take it away for us, Athena. All right. Um, so, just some upcoming movies that I'm more excited about than I have been the last couple months because I've been like scrounging for things. Yeah. Um, really excited. Next weekend, Joey and I are going to go see it in movie theater because. It's out and we can. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. Is, well, we went to see, this is a sidetrack, but we went to see Wonder Woman in theaters, but in when we were in North Carolina because we couldn't go to the movie theater here at that time. You do a review of it for us? Uh, uh, I think can. Okay. Yeah. A review of what? Well, Wonder- I did Tenet, so I'm sure oh, we'll do oh, Wonder Woman at some sure, point. Sure, I yeah, can do so that. You can do Wonder Woman. <laughs> <laughs> um, Please do, because I'm probably going to with a chuckle. Sure. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so the movie coming out this weekend is called The Little Things, um, and it is, mm. I've talked about it a little bit before, but I'm it's so about excited. two cops who are hunting down a serial killer. Um, and I, I won't give any more away than that, but it is Denzel Washington and Rami Malek who are the and Jared cops. Leto. And Jared Leto is the serial oh, sorry, killer. sorry, that. Or the, the suspect. Um, and it just cool. looks really intense and really good. And I think Jared Leto is so weird that serial killer feels like a good fit for him. Yeah, I don't um, think... I think the I think the ploy of the movie is that he's not going to be the serial killer. Yeah, but, he might just be a psychopath. Um, but yeah, but that's, he's just... Yeah, yeah. But, but he um, is, yeah, he's yeah. looking his creepiest. So. Yep. Um, the next movie is called Cherry, and it is coming out on Netflix. Uh, and it stars Tom Holland as an army medic who has PTSD. Um, he becomes addicted to drugs and, to support his habit, uh, becomes a serial bank robber. I think that... Uh, can you... Mm, could you look up who the director for that movie is? Cherry? Uh, I think... Yeah. Oh, it's the, the, it's the Russo it's brothers? The Russo brothers, yeah. yeah that's what I thought, brothers. but I didn't want to be wrong. Yep, so yeah, the, the Russo, Russo brothers, brothers are doing that movie. Um, and the third one I have comes out, I believe, the end of next month, um, starring Army Hammer, Evangeline Lilly, and Gary Oldman, um, about stories that connect to each other about the world of opioids. So, What's that called? Um, crisis. Crisis, okay. Yep. Sounds like a typical day in Hollywood. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I'll start with movie news because there's a lot of it. Um, so there is a movie that's coming out probably late this year i can't remember when and everything's being moved around anyway but it's called don't look up um and joey kind of talked to me about it um adam mckay is directing um starring leonardo dicaprio jennifer lawrence uh kate blanchett ariana grande meryl streep timothy chalamet so like a super weird cast ariana Um, grande yes and here here's why it (laughs) says that it's about scientists who are going on a tour 
like tour of the United States, I guess, to warn people of a meteor that's going to hit the Earth in six months. So it sounds sort of like maybe the media doesn't believe them or something, so they kind of just go no, around. I'll tell you who doesn't believe them right now. It's the Trump supporters. Yeah, 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 that's probably true. Yeah. Media definitely um, does. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, it is Adam McKay who did Vice and what was the other one that you liked, Athena? The, the one about the market crash in 2008. Oh, the big short? Yeah, he did the big... Oh. He, so he was doing comedies, and now yes. he's kind of turned to doing the big short. Job. Sounds like a, I love sci-fi. Sounds like pretty good sci-fi. Possibly. I don't know. I think it's going to be sci-fi. I don't know what it's going to be, though, because those were based on more rea- realistic It's going to be a big sermon okay. about what happens when you don't listen to the experts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that might could, be very true. But, be. But, but wait yeah. a minute. I mean, there's not a meteor coming to hit the Earth, so it also they also might be conspiracy theorists. So That's true. They themselves because might be conspiracy theorists. why else would they theorists. go on a tour? Be, well, that'd be a good plot twist. That'd be a good plot twist so. for the end. Yeah, so we'll see. Yeah. So anyway, it just has a big cast. That'll be. I thought it'd be interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, this happened in the last month, so I figured I'd put it on here. That Warner Brothers put 17 movies, um, on like a, a slate for the rest of the year, um, that are gonna go on HBO Max and go into theaters. Um, and it will not. They will not charge you anything extra to watch them on HBO Max if you have the subscription to HBO Max. Yes. Caused a really huge controversy um, because individual movie and production companies felt really gypped and that HBO was just using them to set up their platform. Um, Because Wonder Woman wasn't going to make a lot of money, um, was going to make a lot less money in theaters um, than it would from HBO making their money from their platform. So Christopher Nolan is angry about it he like went on some rants about about warner brothers and he's been working with warner brothers for a long time yeah so so ever since ever since so the movie after memento i believe it was um he's worked with warner bros so wow i read i saw an article today that he is seriously considering breaking his his partnership with yeah them. yeah no yeah no i've read multiple articles yeah so well i mean i'm actually surprised so initially i thought he was going to be in trouble because i thought because he has said some pretty nasty stuff Mm -hmm. um and so i thought he was going to be in trouble but a lot of people think this is actually going to hurt warner bros more than it hurts chris nolan that he's already producing i guess a lot of his movies and and funding them and so like he and so he doesn't need them to do that it's just he's you know he's he has the production but he thinks that he can market his next movie to anybody and any studio will pick him up and all the studios are mad at warner bros right now Mm -hmm. um so Um, I mean, it is. I mean, it's. So I think. I think a lot of people are misconstruing what people are angry about, because a lot of people are saying. Because there are a lot of people, like consumers, who are like, "Well, it makes sense that it would come out on a streaming platform and theaters at the same time for people who don't want to go to the theaters right now." But the thing is, is that Warner Bros. didn't tell anyone. They like literally told no filmmaker that this was going to happen. They just announced it. They said every movie coming out in twenty one, coming out on the streaming platform and the theater at the same time. Um, day one. It's not even. There's not a week. There's not five days. It's nothing. It's it's day maybe, one. Maybe they so. figured okay. no one would be upset about it. Maybe they figured. I, I, don't, I don't know, know how know. they could do that. I mean, I they're know. literally in a lawsuit with Legendary. About or it right they knew now. people were going to be upset and they just did it anyway. Because that's what I think happened. Um, yeah. So yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, next thing I have is that James Bond is pushed back again until October. Yep. It was <sighs> April. Now it's October. That's okay. Among many other movies, <laughs> like this week that got pushed back, so the new Ghostbusters, um, Morbius, and A Quiet Place 2 have also all three gotten pushed back again. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, two of them I'm sad about, two of them I'm not sad about. <laughs> um, so what else? Okay, um, Disney Plus added WandaVision, which I kind of just wanted to throw in here just because it feels very related to the movies. Um, and we yeah. watched the first two episodes. Yeah. Um, and lots of like... 
lots of things that they're hiding but not hiding, like that I've been seeing in little videos pop up, like just so people who notice things. Um, so anyway, I just thought if you're yeah, looking for something to watch that's you know related to Marvel movies, because yes. Marvel because movies. there are no Marvel yeah, movies coming out right now. now. Yeah, I mean they're saying they're saying Black Widow will likely get pushed back again yeah. too. Um, but I, that's so, okay. But, they can just scrap Phase yeah. Four. That's <laughs> perfectly yeah, fine but, with me. But, yeah, Mar- but Marvel is I guess starting Crash. the Marvel train back up now. Right. So. Crash because I mean this is going to be it's going to be WandaVision and then uh, dude and dude it was remember we were complaining about no trailers there were no trailers forever yeah and then it was just release all these trailers of the next Marvel stuff yeah almost all at once yeah yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, th- I think that might be it. Yeah, that might be all I have for right now. Cool. So. Yep. Okay. Yep. Interesting. Yeah, so. Folks, awesome. this has been the Beanie Files. Thank you, Athena. You just heard from the Beanie family. Uh, the movie news coming up. And uh, we're going to close out today's episode with Cinescape. Uh, all the music you hear on this episode is done by in-house by Brad in the background. You can find him on... Uh, SoundCloud and Spotify, Bradley St. James. Lots of great music on there. And what he does for us every month is he plays, he takes a movie and he turns it into a song called The Cinescape. What's the movie this month, Brad? Uh, thinking we're going to try to just throw in some Sandlot. Sandlot. Cool. Sandlot in Sandlot. song form? I yeah, am interested to hear yes. <laughs> All right. So we'll close out with that. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We will see you next time. Thank you.